Since the dawn of time, man has been curious. And for almost as long, the Vibes Broadcast Network has sought the truth. Investigate. Discuss. Explore. Okay. Maybe in other episodes, but this one is just... Listen to the Vibes. The views and opinions of our guests may not necessarily reflect those of the host or the Vibes Broadcast Network. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Listen to the Vibes. I have here Miss Amanda Klein, and uh, she's got a bit of a heartbreaking story to tell, but she's going to talk to us about dealing with relationships. So um, I'm going to give the floor to you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. I am a Jersey girl. I have my background actually in psychology. I went to Wheelock College in Boston, where I have a degree in child psychology and development. And then I went to Suffolk University in Boston, where I received my PSYD mm-hmm. in child psychology and counseling. Boston. Yes. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about uh, your, your story and how you uh, kind of got into this journey of helping others. Sure. So about a year ago, I met, I thought was my Prince Charming on a dating app. And three months later, we were engaged and I thought I was going to have this perfect life. And I started planning a wedding. I moved in with him and I thought this was going to be it for me. And unfortunately, it wasn't. There were several red flags during the relationship that occurred that I honestly just thought, "Hmm, he's having a bad day, you make those excuses. And so the red flags kept adding up. And I didn't say anything because I thought this was the person I loved. And I think I was in fear of rocking the boat. Then one day out of the blue, a couple months ago, he told me that said a mean comment to me. And then that was it. I was kicked out. I was broken up over texts. And then the next day when I moved out, everything, any trace of me in the home that we built together was gone. Oh, no. So um, what are kind of the signs for people out there to look for in a situation like that? Sure. My first thing was Right from the start of our relationship, he would constantly call and text me and post on my social media and tell me, I think you're the one and all these things. And that what I found out now is called love bombing, where they inundate you with all that positive reinforcement and positive energy about yourself and thinking that this is going to be a great relationship. But at the end, they're doing it because they want to manipulate you. They want to control you. They want to make you comfortable being who they think that they want. And that is the first thing they do, I think, as an entrance level is to do those things right from the start. And that's exactly what he did to me. I had texts on my phone constantly and calls and everything. And I felt, wow, this person really likes me. Mm -hmm. And then a couple dates in, he asked me, I think you need to lose weight. I think you're, uh, it's for your health, Amanda. It's for your health under the guise of that. And I think it's always those entrance things into the emotional and narcissistic abuse category. They test you, they manipulate you, and they dip their toe in the water. And when you realize that the other person says, yes, they're going to do it, 
that it just gives the other person more power just to have control over you. And those are the things when they start asking you those little things, those things at first about yourself, lose weight, wear your hair this way. I'm going to buy you this lipstick because I think it looks good on you. You are no one's Barbie doll is what I tell people. You're no one's toy. You're no one's anything. And that you have a voice and we have those instincts for us for a reason that tell us, Hmm, this is not healthy for me. This is not someone that loves me if they're telling me what to do and controlling me. And that's what I always tell people, listen to your instincts about when a person asks you to do something, you can say no. It doesn't mean you don't love them any less. I was personally in fear. I didn't want to rock the boat. I didn't want to upset him. So I didn't verbalize my feelings. And I think that is very important for a person to realize when you have those question marks in your relationship to ask the person and it's okay. It doesn't mean you don't love them any less. A relationship cannot grow if you don't communicate and ask those questions and be respectful of each other. Yeah. Nowadays, the, the whole dating and, and relationship thing is so out of whack. And I, I think a lot of it has to do is people are, you know, whoever they want to be behind a keyboard and they'll tell you anything you want to hear. I mean, gosh, the, the catfishing that goes on. And, you know, I, I can't tell you. I, I, I did the dating app thing, too. Um, I was Who hasn't? <laughs> right. Nowadays. Well, I mean, my first wife left me. And then I, I haven't. I never knew how, what dating was anymore. Because it's been, gosh, 17 years since I'd really been on a date. And, uh. So got on one of those things and the manipulation that goes on that, Oh, you're, you're so handsome and you're this and you're that. And then, then you get down to the nitty gritty. I had one actually was complimenting me, complimenting me. All right. So I had to go out on a date, met up, you know, had a nice meal and everything. And anyway, we get ready to leave and automatically she wants to kiss me. I'm like, okay, this is a little quick, but okay. And then she turns around and asks me if I would uh, buy $100 worth of uh, uh, food stamps for 50 bucks. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but, you know, I wouldn't even do that for my own kids. I'm not going to do it for anybody. And Well, you know, you're not really who you think you are. Uh, I mean, you don't look exactly who you presented yourself is in the, in, on the app. And, um, you know, just a little bit too fat and all this other kind of stuff. I'm like, uh-huh. That's the kind of people you run into. It's very tricky to do online dating. It's not the most trustworthy thing. And it's very difficult. It's based solely really on your looks too, which is sad in this society that it's not based on a deeper connection or getting to know a person. It's, oh, that person is not my type. That person's not my type. And so I think it's a very hard thing. Personally, mm -hmm. after this, I haven't been on any dating websites. I'm taking a little break for myself, though mm -hmm. I have heard, this is the tidbit I got a couple of weeks ago. My former fiance is on all the dating websites a week after all this occurred and using our engagement photos. That's nuts. That's nuts. It, and again, you know, I always reflect back that his poor choices to end a relationship over text or to do that, that was to cause me pain and hurt because he knew how much I loved him. And at this point, I have no idea if I was playing house with him in his perspective, or if he really even 
planned on marrying me, which is very sad to admit, but I admit it. And I just not sure what his intentions were. But when you do that to a person and you break up with them over texts and then you block them from your life, you really have to look at that reflects on the person that doesn't reflect on you. I always say it doesn't reflect on things you've done or anything. It is that person has some clear issues that they need to work out. And especially if they know that is going to cause so much hurt and pain to a person and they taste satisfaction from that and really just think of it as whatever. And it reflects on them. It doesn't reflect on you. I always say. I think a problem with dating sites is is it's kind of correlates with say Amazon. You get on there, you pick what you want. And then if you don't like it, then you go back and you pick something else or, you know, it's, it's too easy to get on those things. And then they look for people and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying this about you. I'm just saying that there's a lot of people that they can't be alone. They're looking for love. It's like they say, looking for love in all the wrong places. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, there's somebody close to me that um, he's, he can't stand being alone. So he ends up with these terrible people. And they they knew how to manipulate him to get in in the in the front door, I guess you'd say. And then just I don't know, these people are awful. Like you said, most of them narcissists. Yes, it's called narcissistic abuse. And narcissism is a psychological psychological disorder. It's Mm -hmm. in the DSM five which is like the Bible of diagnosis for psychiatrists and psychologists for a reason. And I don't think it's talked about enough that, you know, in relationships, if it is about one person. And I remember one red flag for me was he told me once that it was 36 years about me. Now it's all about him. And when you have a partner telling you those things and verbalizing those things to you, you need to stand up for yourself and say, this isn't quite right. What do you mean by that? What do you, what, what is that really mean to a person? And, you know, really think about those things. I think in a relationship, which I feel people say whatever, and then sometimes don't think you're going to react. And I know personally, I didn't react to it because I was oh, maybe he's having a bad day. Maybe he didn't really mean it. And also you're in fear. You don't want to lose that person. You don't want to rock the boat. And there have been times where I did express my feelings in the littlest way and they were dismissed. So mm. when that happens, you just button right up. Yeah, that's, that's, that goes on way too much. I see, I see women and men, they get with somebody who is, maybe they're not physically abusive, but they're emotionally abusive. They, they've uh, tricked you into falling for them. And then when they're done with you, they just don't, like they just toss you to the side like you're nothing. I was tossed aside like a used Barbie, I always say. He built me up to be this person and who he wanted and to look a certain way, to be a certain way. And, you know, in less than 24 hours, this all happened that I was just erased from his life. Like I meant nothing. And that that's a very hard thing to come to terms with. Now, if someone has been in a relationship for a while and they ended up going their separate ways, um, how long would you recommend that people just kind of be on their own and, and kind of get to know themselves again before they get into another relationship? 
I would say as just a general rule, six months to try to take some time and be with yourself. There's no timeline really to heal from a relationship, I always say. There's no definitive time at six months, then go on a dating website. It's really how you feel and trust your instincts, work on yourself. I would never say rush back into it. Some people are comfortable clearly with doing that, mm -hmm. but I would definitely say take some time and really do some self-reflection. I know after this, I went to therapy and I'm a therapist and that was my first time going. And so it really helps you. It does, it helps you come to terms with what happened to you, but also have you have some self-reflection in your life and think about what you wanna do and things that you enjoy and really work on yourself as well besides the whole loss that has happened to you. Yeah, well, it's a kick in the teeth and, and it hurts your, your pride. and to to have someone treat you that way especially when you have i mean put everything into it you know, um, for me i had given you know like i said 17 years of my life to this person and had children and and you know did everything under the sun and then this is what this is really crappy i, I had just had a heart attack and was in the hospital didn't come to see me once but was already planning to move in with this younger guy that she met. That's <laughs> awful. And you always wonder what is going on in someone's mindset to do that to another person. And my therapist told me, well, you can't figure out crazy. You can't figure out he or she, whatever was done. You can't figure that out. You need to work on yourself and realize yeah. that again, it reflects on the person. It reflects on their character and their mental state and their personality that they could do that to another person. I think it's, you know, I call it, it's a psychotic level to do that to someone and to make someone hurt, especially if you know that you're going to make that other person upset and that you can't communicate with them and you can't just be showing some empathy for another human being. I think we all have that in us to show empathy and love toward another person, even if it's going to end in heartbreak. I think that to do that is only right to give that other person, to give that respect to them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Now, do you have like exercises and stuff that people can do to maybe to build themselves back up again, get that confidence or to prepare for the next relationship? Sure. I always think journaling your feelings and journaling what you feel that day and reading it out loud and really having that introspection on yourself is always a good thing. Yoga, Pilates, I'm very into deep breathing and just taking that time for yourself and taking that alone time to really do those things. And I always say, seek out a friend, a family member, a therapist, if you're able to, and talk to them about what you are feeling and what you need and to have an outside person help you through it is always, I think, a very positive thing. And that when you realize you have an outside perspective, that's kind of like, hmm, that is a red flag. That's not supposed to happen. I think that's what grew my self-confidence personally after this, just to have someone say, hmm, that isn't right to tell you what lipstick to wear or where your hair is done. That's that's not good. Mm -hmm. Those are not positive things in a relationship. That's unhealthy. Exactly. And those things really help. Someone told me, my coworkers said, well, and I never thought of this. It's lucky you got out when you did. 
because you just never know with people. You never know what a person's feeling or what they're capable of. And it might start off gradual with manipulative things and asking things, but you never know what it's going to end with. And so that really struck me that someone telling me that as well. But definitely I would recommend anyone just take those little moments for yourself. Find something you really like to do and do it. Find something new you really like and pursue that as kind of a goal for yourself and set little goals every day for yourself saying, I'm going to wake up, I'm going to go to work, I'm going to do this. And I think that really helps you focus on something else, but also move those steps forward in your life. You know, in the military, they make you make your bed before you start your day. And do you know why they they are so adamant about you doing that? So it starts your day off in a routine. And exactly. Yeah. You started your day off accomplishing something. And that, that, I think you should take time out to look at the things that you've done through the day. And, you know, man, make sure your day is productive yes. <laughs> you know, and productive to, to build yourself up. Yes. This happened to me on um, right before Valentine's Day. Oh, no. And so that was the weekend. And that Monday, I still went to work. I still went into work and did my thing because I wanted that routine. I wanted that distraction as well, but also that routine in your day that you can go on and it's going to be sad at times and that's okay. You know, just because you suffered through a relationship and had abuse and things like that, it's going to be, there's going to be a light at the end of the tunnel for you. That's what I always tell people as well. Don't think that this was your only person. Don't think that this is all your life worth is a one person. You have purpose. You have meaning. I always tell people as well to remember that, that find your purpose after this. It doesn't mean it's the end. It's the beginning. You close a chapter. There's always a new chapter. I tell people through this. So what is, what is the platform that you use to, to help everyone? So I have a website. It's www.childscounseling.net. Mm-hmm. And I could be find, found on Instagram under child underscore counseling underscore services. And on Facebook, it's under child counseling and developmental services of New Jersey. And so my emails on there, all my information that if anyone would like to reach out and just ask questions or chat or whatever they need, I think that that's my experience through this is to help other people and tell people in relationships and tell people through heartbreak, because I know I am very grateful for the people that have helped me through this. So um, do people like Skype with you or zoom with you to? Yes. I have a whole zoom telehealth service that I can do with people. So it, even if you want to just chat over Facebook messenger, that is fine. But I have a whole zoom and telehealth platform. And if you would like to do it in person, if you are far away, I'm in New Jersey, we can do that as well. It can all be scheduled. And, and you're a teacher as well? Yes, I teach pre-K. Oh, wow. You get them when they're young and mold them the right way. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> well, Amanda, it's been wonderful having you on here. And I will share those links with everyone in the description. And uh, thank you for for helping people. And, and uh, I hope you continue to, to be successful. Thank you for having me on this platform to talk about it. And thank you for having me. Of course. Anytime, anytime. Well, 
and I have to say goodbye, but uh, to everyone out there, if you are new to the channel, thank you for stopping by and uh, please subscribe. If you're regular, thank you for your support because it's because of you we do what we do. So until the next one, everyone, please take care. Be kind to one another. God bless and peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Listen to the Vibes. You can catch us on Buzzsprout or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook at The Vibes Broadcast Network.